Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Caussade, S.J., Book 1, Chapter 1, Section 9, Sanctity Made Easy. Conclusion of the First Chapter. How easy sanctity becomes when this doctrine is properly understood. I believe that if those souls that tend toward sanctity were instructed as to the conduct they ought to follow, they would be spared a good deal of trouble. I speak as much of people in the world as of others. If they could realize the merit concealed in the actions of each moment of the day, I mean in each of the daily duties of their state in life, if they could be persuaded that sanctity is founded on that to which they give no heed as being altogether irrelevant, they would indeed be happy. If besides, they understood that to attain the utmost height of perfection, the safest and surest way is to accept the crosses sent them by providence at every moment. That the true philosopher's stone is submission to the will of God, which changes into divine gold all their occupations, troubles, and sufferings. What consolation would be theirs? What courage would they not derive from the thought that to acquire the friendship of God and to arrive at eternal glory, they had but to do what they were doing, but to suffer what they were suffering, and that what they wasted and counted as nothing would suffice to enable them to arrive at imminent sanctity. Far more so, than extraordinary states and wonderful works. O my God, how much I long to be the missionary of your holy will and to teach all men that there is nothing more easy, more attainable, more within reach and in the power of everyone than sanctity. How I wish that I could make them understand that just as the good and bad thief had the same things to do and to suffer, so also two persons, one of whom is worldly and the other leading an interior and holy spiritual life, have, neither of them, anything different to do or to suffer. But that one is sanctified and attains eternal happiness by submission to your holy will in those very things by which the other is damned because he does them to please himself or endures them with reluctance and rebellion. This proves that it is only the heart that is different. Oh, all you that read this, it will cost you no more than to do what you are doing, to suffer what you are suffering. Only act and suffer in a holy manner. It is the heart that must be changed. When I say heart, I mean will. 
Sanctity, then, consists in willing all that God wills for us. Yes, sanctity of heart is a simple fiat, a conformity of will with the will of God. What could be more easy? And who could refuse to love a will so kind and so good? Let us love it, then. And this love alone will make everything in us divine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why does Decosad distinguish becoming holy, reaching sanctity, and attaining the utmost height of perfection? He's telling us the way to sanctity, the way to holiness is to do at every moment what we're supposed to do. The daily duties of our state in life. By doing those, we can become holy. We can reach sanctity. In fact, he wants to say that everyone can reach sanctity. This, in fact, is the teaching of the church, the official teaching, the dogmatic definition of the church is that there is a universal call to sanctity, a universal call to holiness. This was what Francis de Sales was teaching in the introduction to the devout life. But there's no state of life that can't reach the devout life. There's no position, no person who can't become holy. And this is what the church has defined at the Second Vatican Council in Lumen Gentium, the universal call to holiness. It's open to all of us. How? By doing the daily things we're supposed to do with the right will, doing them because they are the will of God, willing what God wills because he wills it. That's the path to holiness. The word for holy in Latin is sanctus, and sanctity is sanctitas. Okay, so holiness and sanctity mean the same thing. All right, then why does he bring up the utmost height of perfection? Well, he's drawing on this distinction he's been making between doing what we're doing and suffering what we're suffering. Remember, the path to holiness is an active fidelity and a passive fidelity. By our active fidelity, we can become holy. But there seems to be a kind of limit there. In our doing what we're supposed to do, we reach a kind of 
ceiling of holiness. And for the Lord to bring us higher, for the Lord to lead us to the utmost height of perfection, we have to also have this passive fidelity. We have to accept the crosses that God sends, that his providence sends. Again, providence is seeing, videre, pro, on behalf of, that God is arranging things, seeing things, to bring out the best possible result for us. And when things go against our will, when things are happening to us that we don't like, that are painful, that are unexpected, if we can accept them from the hand of God, this is the passive fidelity, this is the passive purgation that purges us from our selfishness and allows us to go higher, to go beyond what we can achieve by his grace and our active fidelity. At every moment, the Lord is asking us to say, fiat, let it be done. This is what he said when he came into the world. Jesus Christ said to his father, lo, I have come to do your will. Let it be done to me. He said, yes. Yes to everything the father willed for him. Complete submission. Active and passive. And Mary showed us the same thing at the Annunciation. The plan of God is for each of us to say fiat. Let it be done to me. It doesn't matter so much what we're doing. It doesn't matter what our vocation is. It's not so much what we do, but how we do it. Oh Lord, give us a new heart. Give us the heart of Mary so that we might say yes to everything you ask us to do and everything you ask us to suffer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.